0: My past uh hard work has led me up to where I could put down um sixty grand on a property. And uh this property it was two hundred and eighty thousand and uh the 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 people, the owners of the property didn't want to do it anymore. And partly I don't know what was going on. Sometimes there's issues within the four or five partnerships, whatever uh, there is in the property. So finding those deals is huge, to be able to get a good deal. Welcome to the House Hacking Success Podcast, where you'll learn the path to free rent and
1: financial freedom through real estate, featuring your hosts, Brad Labrie and Drew Klingler. Welcome to the House Hacking Success Podcast. My name is Brad here with my co-host, Drew. How you doing, Brad? doing amazing, man. Good. And today we had Wesley Denny on the podcast. He house hacked his way through college for free, even got paid to do it. He had his food for free and he's going to teach you, the listener, how you can do it too with creative financing and his knowledge from becoming an agent to starting his own brokerage, Denny Real Estate, to becoming a commercial real estate investor. He's got a wealth of knowledge.
2: Yeah. He has a very ambitious goal of reaching $150 million in real estate. Uh, he's a hard worker. I'm sure he'll reach that goal. He's been working very hard since he was in college. Um, Wesley surrounded himself with very smart people. He really focuses on getting mentorship from those people and he's very good at networking and building a strong team.
1: Absolutely. He's taught me so much on a personal level. He's a great friend of mine. I can't wait for you guys to learn some of this wealth of knowledge today.
2: Yep. It's a great episode
1: without further ado. Here's Wes.
2: Hey everyone, real quick before we start the show, Brad wrote an amazing ebook that will teach you everything you need to know about house hacking and living rent free. To get a free copy, text househack, all one word to 22828. That's househack, all one word to 22828.
1: Welcome to the show, Wesley. We appreciate you coming on here and sharing your story.
0: Thank you. I appreciate you guys having me.
1: Awesome. Awesome. And for the listeners that uh, don't know your story, you want to give us a little background on who you are and uh, and what you're going to provide today?
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Well, I, I mean, I'm excited to get into real estate, but I didn't start out that way. I actually started doing construction. And so I got my, uh, uh, I, it's kind of funny where, where I ended up and where I came from because I uh, my uncle owned a construction company. I worked for him for 10 years, roughly. And, uh, you know, I drove truck. I had my CDL. I was machine operators, sales guy, uh, mechanics assistant. I took over a lot of different stuff. So I wasn't just an assistant. And assistant. Um, so anything that you they really needed or had trouble with, I was the guy to go and kind of do that. But with that, it kind of helped me uh, get the motivation to, to be like mom. Cause he's gotten into in real estate investments. And so I love the real estate side. I never thought I was going to become a realtor. And I loved the, just being able to house hack. I loved being able to, uh, just get rentals and have enough income where I don't have to, if I don't have to work or want to work, I don't, I don't have to, um, I can just go down to Mexico or wherever I want to do on vacation. And, uh, so with that, my uncle actually introduced me to a real estate broker and where he, he said, dude, you need to get your, uh, your real estate license because, um, this, this broker, he's willing to train you. And the, the funny thing is I got my license and then I, uh, (laughs) I, I started working for him three months later. He, he passed away. So unfortunately I uh, wasn't able to learn from him, getting his contacts, as how he was wanting to do for me. But I I got my license, so I really learned the hard way. And my uncle and my dad, they everybody everybody helped me. And um, my dad's in the uh, the law um, industry, so he was able to help me a little bit. And uh, with that, I got my license and worked hard at the commercial side, and then ended up getting into the residential. And then, um, so it, and here I am now, got my broker's license and, uh, it's been,
2: it's been great. That's awesome, man. That's great. So, uh, we know you were a house hacker in college. Uh, what was the process like house hacking? Like during Ooh. college, how did you get into it? Um, who were your roommates? Who are you running the rooms out to?
0: Yeah, no, that's, that's great questions. And, uh, a lot of people, when I told them what I did, and how I did it, they're like, well, that, it's that easy? Yeah, it is. Um, if you have if you have family, friends, and people that are actually helping you and, and kind of supporting you, that is the biggest thing that you can have as an investor, as an early-on investor, because it's hard. You know, your emotions and everything. But uh, I did rent in college. I bought my first home when I was 19 years old. And uh, I, I looked at the cost of going to college compared to what it costed to go to college with a room. And uh, it was ridiculous, ridiculously high cost to rent a room on campus. So I bought a, a house. It was a small house, 930 square feet uh, with a two car garage. And so I bought the house and my dad had to co-sign for me, uh, but I had the down payment. I, I, he never, he's never given me money for this house, but he had to co-sign because I didn't really have the income that I needed to be able to purchase. So he, he, ha, he was able to co-sign for me and get that loan. But I, I was in an area or, um, uh, Time where they actually gave a ten percent rebate when you bought the house. So whatever I paid for the house it was sixty two thousand five hundred, and I actually got sixty two hundred dollars back from the government because I bought my first home. That's
1: amazing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I bought it as a house, uh, a homestead. So I lived there, and so they needed, they wanted people to buy their first home, so they gave people ten percent back. And that that was, that covered my down payment. It covered uh, a lot, really all, all over a year's worth of, uh, almost a, yeah, almost a year's worth of uh, mortgage.
1: That's awesome, man. That's awesome. So, now, now
0: oh, Yeah, go ahead, sorry.
1: Now, uh, a lot of the objections that people have going forward, especially being that young, is the financing. You talked a little about that. How were you able to approach the bank Uh, And how were you able to uh, get a cosigner, which a lot of people have the ability to do? What was that process like getting the financing for the place?
0: So it was um, it was a little bit difficult just dealing with another person just because of, you know, my mom and dad, their 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 uh, finances are on, on um, I guess, hold or uh, they had to give up some of that debt to be able to give to me, uh, because, of, you know, debt to income. If you want to buy something else, they have to, you know, look at what else they own. And so just the process of me getting all my W2s, everything over to the bank, uh, while I was doing construction was one of the most difficult parts. So it wasn't, any, it wasn't anything else. It was just, uh, finding their right home, uh, which was literally right across the street from Uh, from the campus and it it really helped me a lot because I could get to campus within five, 10 minutes and I was on campus in class.
1: That's amazing. That's amazing. And so what what did those numbers uh, sort of look like for you. You're house hacking now. You're 19 years old, which is unheard of, right? No one buys a home at 19, which is awesome, and a kudos to who you are. Uh, but uh, like, what did that? What did those numbers look like? Like, um, you had a 900 square foot home. Were you able to cash for a little bit, or were you break even? Like, what was that? What did that look like for you?
0: Yeah. So it uh, <laughs> there was a lot to. A lot of college students are always looking to get off campus. And I had a three bedroom, one bath or two bath house. I had a basement. And so what I did was actually post on Facebook and, um, on any boards in college saying, Hey, I'm looking for a roommate and the, the people are willing to get or give up about 300 to 350 a month to live in a bedroom in a house. So you have, you have roommates and stuff that pay you. Three to three fifty a month, Uh, and so I had I roughly most of the time throughout college I had about two to three roommates, so I was making you know six hundred to nine hundred dollars a month to a thousand a month just on a I think it was five hundred and eighty dollars a month mortgage payment with all my escrow.
1: That's amazing. That's really good. That's amazing yeah. in
0: college while you're getting a degree. <laughs> that's that's amazing, man. And, in college, and then just picking up the right roommates uh my one roommate was a uh um culinary student or going to be a culinary student and worked at buffalo wild wings so he brought home a bunch of food and (laughs) as a college student you know free food was amazing you know you always had free food but hey it was it's just like uh running into that it was uh kind of happenstance but it was cool
2: So, uh, how did, how was the process of becoming a real estate agent and how has it benefited you?
0: So, yeah, that's, uh, it's something that investors should definitely look at when getting their, uh, um, when looking into getting their real estate license or making money. Uh, so it's helped me in the process of even just like buying properties, uh, and, uh, getting to learn all the knowledge of other realtors in the area because you were always dealing with them and so the process was very easy for me uh but being able to make that three percent three to six percent seven what uh depending on the property back on every sale it, it made sense so when i bought my personal home that I actually paid about, it was like 120,000 It's probably worth about 190. And I put 20,000 into it. And that I got 3% back and I paid off my, my, uh, down payment. So really I got yeah. real cool down. strategy.
1: That's, that's amazing. That's amazing. So that's twice now, uh, that you've been able to get into properties for, uh, essentially zero down because yeah. you were able to use essentially creative financing, uh, finding yeah. ways around it. Now, now I know that you're a broker because I am one of your agents. Uh, what was that process like? I mean, you've always had a knack for uh, finding uh, unique situations. We just talked about your creative financing and your uh, niche for that. Um, becoming a broker obviously gives you residual income that you've been on a quest for. What was that process like becoming it? And uh, what has that allowed you to do?
0: It's, it's hard. Um, just if, you, if you're busy all the time and you don't have the time to go to class. That's the big thing. And then taking the exam and uh, really realizing, hey, you'd have to take 90 hours of class. It's not college credits. It's 90 hours of class. You have to take uh, that, and then you have to take an exam. But my, I'm not that person that goes into a class and and just learns like like that. You know, like super quick. I am not that, that book smart guy to go into a room and pretty much remember everything that they taught. But it was really hard for me to go in there and learn and, and actually get it in my head to remember. So, I mean, it didn't take me the first time to pass the class uh, or the exam, um, but it, it happened. And now, I mean, nobody really cares. Hey, you've, you failed at once. <laughs> you and, know, you failed it.
1: And a lot of times failure is sort of the uh, costs of becoming successful, right?
0: Oh, completely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and that that's amazing. Yeah. And I know how well you've done as a broker so far. Um, and, and it's super cool to be a part of your team and, and watch the growth that you guys have had.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you. And with, I mean, with the team part, it's huge to have that, that, uh, that business brokerage, um, for, uh, accounting purposes you know obviously talk to an accountant or whatever about that but being able to have that uh, the the business be the broker and then just put all your finances through the brokerage so that uh, the the company the LLC or the corporation um, and put all the money through there to be able to get better tax benefits
1: that, that's and amazing that's so, amazing yeah,
0: that's <laughs> one of the big now problem.
1: Now utilizing, you know, your mindset now being an agent and a broker for a long time and house hacking in college, putting, merging those two together, what would you say to a younger person, 18, 19, 20 years old in college, trying to move off of campus, but not trying to pay, you know, the the rent, like they're trying to house hack as well. What kind of advice would you be able to give them as a broker now who already went through that process?
0: Well, I would make sure that they, uh, that you as a person would go and work hard to be able to get the money to be able to put down or find the people uh, that have the money or be able to have somebody co-sign for you. If it's a good enough deal, somebody will co-sign for you. That's if awesome. you sign a, an agreement saying, hey, well, I'll give you part of the deal when I sell it or, awesome. part of the, or part of the rent. It's just being creative, but making sure that the college student or person that buys these a uh, single person or whatever it is making sure that they uh, go and and just work hard and network knowing people is the the best thing that you can ever do the most people that you can connect with the better you know a lot of people when somebody says most people don't have a hundred names in their in their database well, I had a hundred names in my database when I was 18 years old. So, or, or more, I, I'll bet you it was more, but I mean, you have to know as many people as possible. And, uh, that, that's really the way to go. Just the more people, you know, um, because sometimes that one of those people will be able to help you out in the future.
1: That's amazing. And, and even things like seller financing, right? When you're a younger kid and you don't maybe have the credit, but maybe you have the credibility and your characters there, or you have, you know, a little bit of money. Um, I know both of us have, have either, you know, uh, been a part of deals or like me specifically, I've used seller financing uh, with relationships I've built. So, you know, another option for younger people that maybe don't have the credit. Yet.
0: Oh yeah, completely. 100%, dude. That's, yeah. What would you uh
2: what would you suggest for someone trying to start networking? Maybe they don't really know how to start meeting people. Um where where can they do that? What what would it take?
0: Um a lot of times even if you're going to college, there are groups that meet on a daily basis or weekly basis that you can actually go and they bring in business owners or people in to kind of talk and give you advice. So you are meeting business owners, you are meeting executives. So, I mean, there's a few times where I've met a few people in college that uh, I'm actually helping out now and, and just they're helping me out too. So I've never lost their contact info. And so just get involved with groups on on campus and uh, any events that happen, whether it be no matter what you're doing, it could be, uh, it could be sports, basketball, it could be volleyball, beach volleyball. I played a lot of beach volleyball in college. So I just got to know different people, my opponents and everything. They're your opponents and in, 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 uh, for that an hour an hour and a half, but they could you both could benefit.
1: Because I know your story, I know that you just got done buying a commercial building. Uh, what was that process like? What has it taught you? And maybe uh, you know, going forward, how can other people uh, be a part of that too? Because I know you've been in commercial space as an agent for a very long time. Correct.
0: Yeah. So, what that looks like? Yeah, yeah. What was the, yeah
1: the, the place you just purchased? Uh, what yep. does that look like? What what are the numbers? Maybe on that. Um, and uh, what what has the process taught you?
0: So it's um, my past uh, hard work. Has led me up to where I could put down um, sixty grand on a property, and uh, this property it was two hundred eighty thousand, and uh, the 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 people, the owners of the property, didn't want to do it anymore. And partly, I don't know what was going on. Sometimes there's issues within the four or five partnerships, whatever uh, there is in the property. So finding those deals is huge to be able to get a good deal. Um, But I put that money down and it was actually a pretty simple process because I have a relationship with a banker and I had that relationship. So he could actually vouch for me in the real estate, uh, in um, in, in the banking industry. So the people are like, do you, can you vouch for this person? I mean, he doesn't have a whole lot of real estate, uh under a, a lot of real estate uh ownership um most than more than all of our uh, or less than all of our uh, um some of our people some of our clients so he said yes this guy's legit uh he could, he's got very a whole lot of experience and he still they didn't really need references because of my connection with the bank i'm not saying everybody has that opportunity but uh, sometimes just me, meeting a banker is huge And you build it over time. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes you lose that relationship with that banker. So find another one. Who cares? It doesn't have to be a big deal. And so I got the deal. It took me about three months or so uh, after doing environmental work and all that. And it's a single tenant making about $5,000 a month. That's their um, rent check. And then it's a triple net lease. So the triple net lease is they pay for their taxes, insurance and water and everything in the property. And I just have a liability policy just for myself in case something were to happen. So it actually, that liability policy actually gives me, uh, if if they don't, if the building burns down or something that they can't pay their rent, I actually get paid back from the insurance company for that rental. So they pay me, the the people don't. That's amazing. So it, it's really cool that, uh, so insurance is a great thing. Um, just in case it's a just in case policy, obviously you don't know if you're going to use it or not. And, uh, and so I, my expenses are the mortgage and then like a little insurance policy. So, which is about 20, 30, no, uh, 2,900 bucks a month.
1: Awesome that's awesome and so uh the financing on the property you said he put sixty thousand down is that uh just a basically traditional commercial loan um tw- about twenty five percent down
0: oh uh, that was actually twenty percent down because okay. um, of my experience awesome and uh they gave that uh if you if you're a new person coming into the industry not have any experience in real estate they look at that as a more risky loan. So then they're like, well, we don't want to give you, uh, so much debt, uh, uh, income or, uh, or like that, that much of a down payment, uh, or, or that low of a down payment. So we want to give, uh, ourselves a little bit more cushion. So they might give you 25 to 30%. So depending on what your experience is. So another, uh, uh, good advice I would say is go out and get a, uh, get mentored by somebody, a realtor or a real estate broker or investor, whoever it is, so that you have that experience so that you can take to the bank and say, Hey, this is what I've done.
1: Now, I know you specifically have quite a few mentors. Um, you know, how have you kind of linked up with them and and how much I know how much they have uh, influenced your life, but, uh, tell the listeners maybe how much they have and, and in what ways.
0: Yeah. So there's a lot of different, uh, uh, people that I have, I have, um, bankers, I have investors, I have, um, uh, a lot of other, a, a lot of other people that are in other industries that I have in my, in my corner to say, Hey, you're stupid. Don't do that. And then they say, give me a reason why you're doing this. So it makes me think a lot more and it kind of get opens up into because sometimes when you think on things and think of ideas you're not really thinking for and the, you're not thinking of uh, the right thing because you're actually thinking with certain different parts of your brain so that your thought process is kind of hindered so some people uh third parties might come in and be like hey you need to do this this is a good idea take it whether you like it or not Uh, you can do it, you cannot do it, but just listen to your mentors. Um, You know, some of my mentors are uh, multimillionaires that uh, that have built a massive system for their company. And they sometimes give me systems advice saying, hey, if you did or worked your business this way, it could give you a lot more time in your business. So you could be, you know, home with your family Uh, because I just have a three-month-old baby Boy, and congratulations. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So it kind of gives me a lot more, uh, motivation and, uh, to be able to do stuff like this. That's,
2: That's amazing. Awesome. Very cool. Um, uh, so Wes, what are your long-term goals as an investor?
0: My long-term goals are, uh, um, obviously they, they, they change every year, but right now my long-term goals, um, you know, my five to 10 year goals. So before I'm 30, uh, late thirties, I want to be able to have, um, I actually made this goal. So it was, uh, when I was 20, 28 years old, um, I wanted to become a, uh, or have $150 million in real estate investments by the time I'm 37 or 38. And so, I believe it's uh, i have it written down it's a it's by the time i'm 38 so it's 10 years so by the time my january 30th comes around in uh uh 2028 i will uh i will have 150 million dollars in rentals
1: that's awesome amazing that's awesome it's incredible it's awesome now
0: uh i
1: know you read as much as as drew and i do uh, so, what sort of what's your favorite business book, or maybe mindset book, or or uh, a book that's not necessarily real estate specific?
0: So that is uh, definitely uh, I post about this a lot is the Ten X book by Grant Cardone. Some people like it or hate it, but it, it, the guy is so driven and motivated that some people hate him because of that because he's so uh, adamant about certain things. And he says it, how is it, how it is and how it should be. And yes, some of his ways are different than what other people become successful on. Um, but, uh, I think that becoming, um, 10 times better or doing 10 times more than what you did last year is a really good motivation for me. When I'm looking at, uh, when I'm going through this book, he motivates me. It's motivation that really gets you motivated going and gets you um, rolling in business and why because you're not it's not like hey yeah I want to do this for no no reason is you have a motivation so that motivation is what gets you going in business and stayed and staying in business so your mindset your your thoughts your the way you do business and Grant Cardone has a really good way of getting in your head to help you get motivated and just do better for yourself.
1: That's awesome.
2: Cool. That's awesome. What's your uh, favorite real estate book?
0: I really like the uh so there's a few books by uh Robert Kiyosaki and uh I mean it's not uh somewhat real estate but uh the cash flow quadrant.
2: Yeah, it's a good one.
0: Um you know having that it you know I would say that uh you know the business side of is the real estate side, you know, the B ESBI. Yeah. Yeah. So business and investments and the I coordinate, uh, quadrant, and the B quadrant, they're both, you know, the real estate. So you just have the, the money to be able to give in to the building. So you, uh, it's really cool how he explains it. And I definitely wanted to be on the right side of the quadrant and not the self-employed, the, the employee mindset i wanted to be on the right side which is the business uh quadrant and the investment uh, uh investor quadrant that's so that's and amazing then it's got, and then he's got the other one the tax-free uh wealth yeah tax-free
2: um, uh wealth they just did a new version of that oh really yeah uh, 2018 tax reform yeah yeah so within the last year yeah I, I didn't look at that,
0: but the other one was legit in the way he does things, the, the thought process. Uh, sometimes the, the ideas are not the same as what you would, but it gives you ideas of how to go out and do better and create different strategies to, to save more than uh, what you give to the government. And
1: in that vein, you talked a lot about having a team. Tom Wheelwright is the one that wrote that book, right? In the Rich Dad series, which is Kiyosaki's advisor. Uh, It is so important to have a team. And that is an amazing book.
0: Yes. Yes, it is.
1: Oh, 100%. For sure. And what is that... uh, What does that team look like for you? I know, I know specifically who some of those people are. Uh, A lot of those people that are in your team are also in in my team um, that I've used. But how does that look like, and how valuable are they to you? And where you're going? You know, getting this multi million, uh, you know, dynasty basically uh, for yourself and your team.
0: Yeah, that's all. That's something that really helps me throughout my everyday. I'm talking to them constantly. Uh, one of my guys is, uh, is a loan officer and he's so he, he does not need to do loans, but he, he is a smart dude, a smart guy that has different thought processes of, of investing. And he, he, uh, he can tell you whether it's a good investment sometimes. And sometimes it's, he's got to look more into it. And then he's got friends that he'll ask questions to as well. Um, and so he's a loan officer and then you got obviously your accountant and, uh, I just had to change mine, but this guy, he's a graduate with me, but he's a newer in the industry, but he's, uh, he's got people under him and above him that are super, super smart. So it's surrounding, he's, he's a smart, very smart guy. So he's learning from the best and i want to be able to learn from the best as well so i'm looking for those people um like that so you know dealing with the accounting side the the loan side obviously those two go together and then my dad is the the uh the attorney side and so growing up with my dad he's always been super conservative but you always have to have that person in your back your back pocket you know, telling you, you, you shouldn't do this. You kind of hold off and here's why. And you listen to them and take calculated uh, risks. So put everybody's suggestion, kind of look at that and make sure that uh, you're making the right decision.
1: Absolutely. And, and Rocky, the, uh, the mortgage broker you're talking about on the loan side, he has, He uh, he has been amazing for me. He probably in my team has allowed me to make more money than anyone because he is an investor. And I know you would attest to this, finding people that are investors and specialists within the industry to add your team is so much different than going to a local bank and just talking to a person that's only read out of a book or only produce loans and doesn't view the world the way you and I do as investors. And that's 100. such an added bonus. Yes. It's such an added yep. bonus.
0: Well, oh yeah, he's got multi, worth multi-millions and he's, he's, uh, uh, and his dad's, they're all just smart and they, they have so much that they have to offer.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Wes, we really appreciate you coming on here. Uh, a last question to you, you can add any advice you want, uh, to young people starting out. Uh, but also where can people reach out to you, talk to you if they're looking in the commercial space, if they're looking in the residential space, uh, to maybe buy property with you as an agent. Or maybe they want to get a hold of you uh, for maybe to be, you know, to have you maybe be a little bit of a mentor to them. How can they get a hold of you and what advice would you give them?
0: Yeah, so you can get a hold of me multiple different ways. You can my Facebook. I'm always on it. And uh, so it's Wesley James Denny is uh, the Facebook. So uh, Denny spelled D-E-N-N-E-Y. I'm sure you guys might be able to put that on there. Absolutely. Um, I'll throw it right in. Awesome. And then uh, my cell phone number, you guys can always text me and call me. And uh, it's uh, 810-358-2213. So that's another way that you can get a hold of me, but uh, I'm I'm busy so if I don't answer then yeah, you know why.
2: <laughs>
0: but, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Making one thing that I guess I would leave you guys with and have all the listeners is uh when I first started real estate, I was like I wasn't going to do this because I don't need it right now, but I can do it right then and there. But it, it makes sense when you actually work hard and plan for the future, uh, to build your, uh, uh team, which is one, write down your team of people that you want to work with the people that are smart in each and every area. Uh, that's one which I didn't do that when I first got in, uh, you know, into business uh, and, and I did. And when I did, it, it just made a big difference in in my success. So definitely meet up with people, meet them, uh, meet, talk to them at a regular basis. And uh, um, whether you go to college or not, you just need advisors um, like those professors that uh, know. So when you go to college, there's some people that, um, are in that field that they're teaching. So my entrepreneurship professor, he is one of my, um, the people that I used to, that I would go to all the time in college because he was an entrepreneur. I asked him ideas. I said, Hey, would this be viable? So it was just getting involved with that on campus. And, um, it's been, uh, it's been a whirlwind and I've been so busy that, uh, um, I'm trying to get a system where I don't have to work as much and help people out that's amazing, man. That's, a, the more money. that's less, amazing. The less time I work, the more money I make. That's, that's, what that's I amazing.
1: I feel a book coming on the Denny mindset. I feel that's right. One hundred percent. All right, Wes. We really appreciate you. We know you got a busy day the rest of the day making more deals. Um, but we really appreciate you adding value to us and also our listeners, and uh, really showing how you can house act through college. And you can progress the way that you have because you have an amazing story. You're still young. you got an incredible family, great wife, great kid. Um, And I know you add a lot of value to me on a
0: personal level. So we really appreciate you uh, coming on today. Thank you. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for giving me the opportunity.
2: Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to rate and subscribe. New episodes released every Wednesday and Friday.